0: Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified Podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. Today is the autumn equinox and we are moving into a time, well actually, okay, so the autumn equinox is when the day and night are of equal length and this is considered the official day of transition into it being fall or autumn. Um, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. And so I have always really loved the fall. And as when I was a kid, I would wonder if it was because it was my birthday, because it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to me. Woo woo! Um, I did have a good birthday. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Um, so I was like, oh, do I love the fall because it's my birthday? Or do I love it because... The seasons are changing and there's all of this foliage that is falling in green. And I love walking in a pile of crunchy leaves so very much. And there was just all of these reasons. And now that I'm older, I understand myself a lot more and I really enjoy the temperatures of the fall. And there's just a lot of like rituals that happen at this time, uh, like common things in society that I find enjoyable. But also when it's um, your season, like I'm a Virgo, and so when it's your season, you just feel at home in that energy, which is something I didn't understand as a kid, because I didn't really understand astrology until I was more of an adult, because I, this is a hilarious story. Somebody asked me what my sign was in junior high, and I was like, what are you talking about, like a stop sign? And she didn't. You know, as a 12-year-old, she didn't have the language to explain to me what the astrological signs were. She didn't even know how to tell me what it was, but I literally didn't even know what they were. So it took me until later to figure out I was a Virgo. So that's my fun little story for you about why I wouldn't have known that Virgos Virgos will, of course, like this season. Uh, So today, I don't have my turmeric latte with me. I didn't have time to throw all the spices together, but I did want a mug of something while I recorded. So I made myself some hot cocoa on the stove and I legit warmed up my milk alternative on the stove and added my hot cocoa in. I am using a mug that I got from my friend for my birthday. It is big enough to put a bunch of stew in and have an entire meal. And that is the exact correct size of mug for me. And it is purple with a little spider on it, which was very seasonal. Um, and I love this mug. I made way too much hot cocoa. I was like, this is two servings of hot cocoa. I'll have leftovers. And then I decided to use this mug and guess what? All of the hot cocoa fit in one mug. I am so happy. Okay, let's get to talking about autumn. I really want to talk about kind of like the energy of this season and what we can be doing and how we can be living our lives in this season. Each of the seasons has a vibe to it about how the earth and the plants and the animals on the earth are uh, living their existence and we are actually part of that and we should be living as close to it as possible. And I am barely doing that in terms of the ways that you can, but I'm leaning into it and enjoying it more. And this is part of me stepping into my feminine more. If you want to step in your feminine more, be more connected to the natural ebb and flow of the seasons of nature because they correspond to our menstrual cycles and they correspond to the moon. So let's talk about which things correspond to each other. So autumn is also the same kind of energy as the waning moon, which is also the same kind of energy as the week before you menstruate, which could be called pre-menstruation, or it can also be called the luteal phase. That's the more technical term for it. And all of those timeframes are, are about tying up loose ends. They're about finishing projects. They're about harvesting. They're about gathering. Um, I have a book that I'm going to be referencing a few times today. It will be listed in the show notes, of course. It is called The Way of the Happy Woman, Living the Best Year of Your Life, and she divides the year into the seasons and goes about sharing different ways that you can live during that season and different activities you can do. For those of you that love cooking with the seasons and yoga with the seasons, she's got entire sections on just that. But I'm gonna read to you from her autumn section just what she considers kind of the mainstays of it. So the element is metal. The color is white. The organs are the lungs and the large intestines. The life cycle is mid to late adulthood. The creative cycle is harvesting and feasting. Uh, The menstrual cycle is the week before menstruation. The moon cycle is the waning moon, which is just before the moon goes dark for a couple nights. The actions are gathering, focusing, turning inward, and letting go. And then the focus is to receive the growth you've experienced from the past six months and let go of what no longer serves you. Take with you only what you need. And then, I mean, she goes into much more detail on all of those things, and I'll talk about that a little bit. And so what does that mean for us as we're living that way of life? So right now, um, I am attempting to tie up the loose ends of different projects that I have going on at work and I don't really know what the next couple months and kind of what the winter season holds for me yet. I haven't made those decisions. Um, Clearing up my loose ends for work is going to help me um, clear some mental space to decide what I really want. So really the, autumn season feels similar to how we expect ourselves to behave at the end of the year because at the end of the calendar year we want to like finish up all their things and get all our things done before the end of the year but it actually is seasonally in the cycle of earth more accurate to behaving that be behaving that way um in september and october and november and using that time frame to tie up the loose ends in terms of our lives and so I am also contemplating what do I want to get done so that I can go slower for the winter because part of being in the winter is going slower I don't want to create more projects for the winter I want less projects for the winter so that I can focus on things around the home like simple um, crafting things that I want to do and that is an intention that I have So I guess I kind of know what I want for myself um, for home things, but I don't yet know what my plan is for work. One of the things that I think is really important um, with the autumn is it's this, this concept of harvesting, but what exactly are we harvesting? So we know that there's this idea of harvesting the food and then feasting on the food but it's also a way of harvesting our good habits. So what are the things from spring and summer from this year that worked out really well for you? Habits that you'd like to continue doing, thought processes that were new that you had that were more enlivening and joyful for you? Um, What about new relationships that you developed or the way in which you acted and engaged in those relationships that feel more positive and truthful for who you are now and contemplate those practices and kind of gather all of them together, like a little harvest, like a little cornucopia, and then just make note of them. Taking the time to reflect is honestly a ritual that you could do Um tonight on this equinox or anytime it doesn't have to be tonight but you could contemplate what I just said you could light a candle make a list tuck the list in your journal in a place where you can keep it so that's one ritual that I think that you could do um, tonight or in the next few days to help you stay focused on what are the things that you want to keep that you want to harvest and use and kind of feast on them and enjoy in them, right? And then the book, The Way of the Happy Woman, also, and I had never thought about it like this before, um, it's also a time of beginning to let go of things and releasing. So when we harvest, um, there's all this gathering that happens, but there's also things that get left behind in the ground that aren't to be used. Right. A lot of roots get left behind. There's a lot of parts of vegetation that we don't eat, even though we're eating, you know, part of it, but we're not maybe eating the leaves. And so things get left behind. And I I definitely include myself in this next statement. When we take everything with us, we take things with us that we don't necessarily need anymore, that aren't necessarily the best for us. Um and this plant example that I'm using um, really, really badly, probably, I, I feel like it's just a basic example of that. There's probably more fancy ones people could come up with to, you know, relate to the seasons. But we need to leave the things behind that aren't, that aren't for us anymore, even if we really enjoyed them or really love them. And this could be thought patterns or the kinds of thinking that you've been doing. Um, I know that I definitely get in ruts with my thinking and have had to really focus on like noticing that thought and then saying, is that really a thought that I want to keep repeating and then find a replacement thought or something that's more healthy for me. And it's really this like focused attention, intentional to help yourself move on from thinking that way. And then, you know, maybe it's letting go of behaviors or then we get into bigger things, maybe like letting go of beliefs, assumptions that we have about things or people. And it might mean letting go of situations and even relationships. Letting go of relationships can be really hard. It just depends. I remember when I switched hairdressers, oh, between five and 10 years ago, I felt really awkward about it. Um but it was time to make a change because what I wanted for my future, my hairdresser that I really liked couldn't give it to me and so I had to go find somebody new and I'm still with her and she's still working good for me and she's still good for my future but when something doesn't feel right it bogs us down Um, and I would have felt adrift with my old person because she didn't know how to do colored hair and you guys know I have fucking purple hair And she didn't know how to make that happen um, and kind of dissuaded me from trying out the initial pink that I tried out. I don't know if any of you have ever seen me when I had my pink hair. Maybe I'll find an image and add it to my Instagram. Um, When I post my Instagram about this episode, I'll try and find a picture of me with pink hair so that you guys can see that way back when, probably a decade ago at this point. But um, you know, I really needed to move into colored hair and she couldn't do it. And so sometimes we just have to let things go. We have to let relationships go when they're not serving who we intend to be for the future. And so that is another ritual that you could engage in tonight on the equinox or anytime in the next few days is to just kind of gather together what you know you isn't for you anymore. And it doesn't mean you have to stop it immediately. You've got the whole season You've got all of the autumn to be doing this letting go process. And just a reminder, um, technically autumn goes until December 21st when there is the winter solstice, which is the darkest night of the year when the sun is out the least and the sun is, you know, set the longest. So you have all of that time frame to actually do the letting go, Which is really beautiful because I think that we think, I think that we think that we have to do all of this swiftly, but we don't. Um, So the thing that she pointed out in the book, The Way of a Happy Woman, was that this season is actually also a time of grief. So we can grieve these things that we need to let go of, which gives them their full appreciation and we are able to fully express our love and sadness about them um, leaving our lives and being able to step into the next phase of ourselves. Really, if we don't let go, we're not going through our personal evolution process. We're not preparing to contemplate and shut down um, for a season and contemplate what's next, which is what comes next in the cycle of the earth and in the cycle of being in your divine feminine is the next season is all about um, like continuing to shed on a deeper level, but also also contemplating what the future is and kind of just being deeply within yourself. But also in the autumn being deeply within yourself is incredibly important for being able to let go of all these things that I've talked about. So you can have your ritual be the realizing the things that you may need to let go of this season and what isn't working for you anymore. Who, who are you going to be? Where are you intending to go for, you know, the next few months, the next year or so, even longer term than that. And, what and who and what kind of behaviors and thought processes need to be with you as you, um, like groove into that and flow into that. Right. <sighs> I'm just looking at my notes. My brain is a little scattered today. So it took a lot of notes for myself on different pieces of paper to just, um, Make sure I didn't forget to say anything. So if I'm pausing a lot and you hear shuffling, like that's what's going on. Because some days you're not like running on all cylinders, but you still want to get your podcast recorded right or get the little thing done. Another thing that I want to point out is um, working, working the autumn in a way where you don't have to be going fast. It is a time of inner contemplation with the things that I've said. Both of them are contemplation ideas for rituals. Um, So be smart about how you're completing things. If you need to ask for help, if you need to delegate, figuring out what's just a waste of your time that you don't need to be doing anymore or that you can put on the back burner, for a week or a season or a year or however long it is like why are we still doing it this way if it doesn't work for us right now do something for yourself right now that works so there's a little bit of an evaluation of your process right and so allow yourself to go slower this is a time of increased inner stillness we're coming off of the hype of the summer season and, um, it's kind of like we're getting cozied up to take a little bit of a nap, right? So I just want to remind everyone that you can still get the Autumn Goddess guidebook. I'm, I'm in love with this thing. It is so helpful in rooting yourself in the things that I've been talking about today. And so if you really want to embody autumn in your feminine journey you're definitely going to want to sign up for it i don't have a link for you sadly you can just email me or you can direct message me on instagram the phrase autumn goddess and then it will get emailed to you um and again my email and instagram are in the show notes but if you just want to listen and write them down email is vanessa at soulamplified.org vanessa is spelled v-a-n E-S-S-A. And then the Instagram account is at Soul Amplified. And then the other thing is that you guys have been listening to me talk about um, the ancestral energy healing offer that I have now. And I didn't fill up the six slots with just sharing that to my email list. And so I'm also going to share the link to that in the show notes. If you've been interested in receiving the Ancestral Energy Healing um, at its reduced introductory rate while I'm like kind of honing my skills but didn't get yourself on the email list to get access to the link, you're in luck. It is going to be in today's show notes. dun da, da, da. Isn't that wonderful? And then the last thing that I wanted to say about kind of rituals that you can do again or a one ritual being harvesting your good habits and making note of them the second ritual being contemplate what you need to let go of and allow space intentionally for yourself to grieve that so then the third ritual that you could do is more active and outside and you can go and gather items that represent the autumn and fall to you. Where I am, I'm starting to have leaves change. Maybe there's some pine cone action happening yet somewhere. I don't know. But you can go gather things, some leaves. You could make a wreath. You could make a garland. You could decorate and just gather your fall decor in the home and make it feel cozy. And just the act of this can create this, um, I don't know, like sensuous transitional vibe in the home preparing all of us to feel more cozy and when we feel more cozy with these elements of nature around us it helps us engage in that more contemplative still space that opens us to contemplating the things that i was recommending so it's just short and sweet today that's all i have to say for you I will just add this one more reminder from the book take with you only what you need. Um, And I really like that. I feel like it allows us to have more space for growth next spring if we only take into the autumn and the winter what we need. So I leave you with that. I wish you a wonderful autumn equinox. And if you do one of the rituals or your own ritual, I would love to hear from you. So just go ahead and email me. So my dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875 to spread this message far and wide. Screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.